Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. You're going to find that what you think the world needs and what the world actually thinks that it does need are two very different things because you guys have different perspectives. You have different paradigms. You have different struggles. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to He Said, She Said, where I sit with my husband and we discuss 
usually business topics, sometimes other topics. Isn't it supposed to start with me saying, and we're back, and then you kind of get into that? I think it's whatever we want. All right. No rules. (laughs) So what are we talking about today? So today, our topic is how to know if you have a good business idea or not. Okay. Number one, I love this one because I'm an idea machine. So are you. Actually, that's like the curse of the Sagittarius. Isn't it? Is we are crazy idea machines. Oh God. No shortage of It's painful actually, because the second I get a good idea, I'm like, wait, this one's better. Maybe Uh I should do this. But now I'm super clear that I have to take one idea and run with it, run it all the way through, and that these other ideas are for you guys well, or for our mastermind members. Yeah, I don't want to get off on a tangent, but I teach this all the time. Like, mm-hmm. you can have lots of good ideas and they can all be equally good, but you can't chase them all at the same time. You really have to build one, build it so far and so deep so that it has momentum and it is self sustaining so that you can then reinvest the momentum, the income the clients, the lessons from the first one into the second one, once it has momentum, then build the second one as deep as you can. Then, you know, reinvest the money, the momentum, everything from the second one. And you kind of get the picture, but you can't chase a bunch of chickens at once. I I just did a podcast today with the founder of Liquid IV and I I bounced off the theory that I have with him of, we get these ideas that are like goosebump ideas, right? You're like, Mm -hmm. this is the idea. And I told him, I'm like, I want to hear how you feel. I fully believe that when we get those goosebump ideas, if we actually decided to just take them and run with them, like run them into the ground, exhaust all options, that I think that that would be a successful idea. And he was like, absolutely, 100%, because there's something to be said about just never quitting. He said the the relentless pursuit of something, he's like, yeah, it'll change a thousand times, but we both fully agreed that if it's a good idea, which we're going to run through it and you take it to the end, no matter what, it's going to work. Yeah, absolutely. And and this is a question that you and I have a lot of dang experience on because not only have we pursued a lot of ideas ourselves. A lot of ideas. But we coach hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of entrepreneurs over the past several years. And the number one question we tend to get, even from people that just like DM us, hey, is this a good idea? Mm -hmm. And so we came up with a bit of a framework for people to be able to run this through. And I'm sure that's the framework that you want to take them through today. Absolutely. Of how to know if you have a good business idea or not. For sure. I want to start out with saying that, you know, there are plenty of ideas that don't seem like good ideas in the beginning. And sometimes those are the best ideas, but there is some things that you can run them through in order to know if they would be a fit. Because I just have to say, I've had a ton of people tell me that a lot of my ideas are like, maybe it's not good, or maybe the product, the market's too saturated, or there's too many books on the market. There's too much alcohol in the market. There's always going to be too much, but you also have to look at, and we'll talk a little bit about this. Look, a rising tide, a rising tide raises all ships. So if something is doing really well, there is a reason, but you have to watch why and where and where it's shifting. So with that said, Chris, number one is to choose a problem that you are excited about solving day in and day out. Oh, okay. Wait, we talked about this on our walk today. And why is it important to choose a problem that you are really excited about solving and that you're most excited about the outcome of what you're producing? Because? Because everything becomes a job and you eat shit sandwiches daily. So you better make sure that you get a couple nuggets of peanuts in that shit sandwich. I'm like. not kidding you. I think the number one reason that entrepreneurs gain weight while they're building their business is because they eat so many shit sandwiches. I'm positive. I had like four today. 
Oh, was that what that smell was? Might have been. Okay, so anyhow, number one is crucial, you guys. Choose a problem that you are excited to solve now and tomorrow and in a few years from now. Because everything, no matter how wonderful it is and how exciting it is in the moment, everything becomes a job. And this is not to discourage you. No, this this is is to to make you realize that this, this fairy tale where most of you quit once it's not fun anymore. Right. That's not when you quit. You need to keep the vision of, wait a minute, I'm excited about solving this problem for people in the long run. And that's what you grasp onto. It's what we always say, Chris, you can either solve problems you're excited about and you enjoy and you get a great outcome, or you can solve someone else's problems that get you an outcome that is a paycheck that never changes. And it's so true. Okay. So number one, choose a problem that you're excited to solve now, tomorrow, and in the future. Number two, start with scaling in mind. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You want to know where most people hit a roadblock? I do. I'm burnt out. I've hey, I got that no was me. time left. I've got no <laughs> me. energy left. Oh, me. this is not a judgment. This is what we hear. And this is speaking yeah. from experience, right? This is almost like a rite of passage mm-hmm. that you get into business by trading your time for money. Yep. But you only grow a business by deciding that that's not how you want to show up. That's not how you want to live and learning to scale. And so number two is you need to start by making sure that your business is scalable in the long run. Now, this doesn't mean, by the way, let's be crystal clear. Mm-hmm. You take the low-hanging fruit in the beginning. You take the income you can get in the beginning. Uh, so this sure. doesn't mean you don't start by coaching. You don't start by uh, laboring. You don't start by doing the things where you're trading time for money. What it means is you don't start this business unless you see a phase two where you can scale it, where you are not trading your time for money, but you are now leveraging other people's times or products or um, you know, you name it. So that is scalable so that you're not sitting there hitting these the ceiling. Yeah, this is that is like so important because a lot of people start a business as a coach, as a personal trainer, as whatever you name it, whatever that that a kind of like whatever. Yeah, whatever that kind of like first phase is of starting a business. And a lot of times they'll get stuck there because they don't see that they never started picturing themselves as the next level, right? So you don't position yourself. You know, I think in business people should, uh, in they do, but I think we should talk more about positioning, even as far as like how you're feeling, what you're thinking, how you're talking, how you're showing up, you know, what you're speaking into life. Because I know that with our businesses, it was always like, here's what's coming next. And the more that I spoke it out, whether I felt confident about it as a personal trainer talking about, you know, launching a big, a big women's empowerment event, whether I felt confident or not, the more I spoke into life, like this is what I'm doing right now. And this is what I'm transitioning into. Um, the more that it was reality for me. So you don't want to pigeonhole yourself by just thinking, oh, I'm just a coach or, oh, I'm just trading my time for money on this. Even though that's vital in the beginning, you have to build up that confidence within yourself. Like That's why it's so important, right? Like You got to get that low-hanging fruit, number one, because if you're afraid to even do the low-hanging fruit, it means you can't even think of a phase two. So you got to build up some confidence there. You got to get the experiences. Pretty soon, you're going to know what every single person you know is going to come to you and ask for and what they're... Pro- like at this point, Chris, you and I can pretty much uh, know and predict what every single entrepreneur's question and fear is going to be. Oh my God, yes. And that's only from there. thousands of hours, yep, right? Yep, of, of, of coaching them. And here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with being a solopreneur. Most people start there. But when you're a solopreneur, right, you're just working by yourself, trading time for money. What's going to happen is one of two things and probably both. You're either going to run out, of, run out of time and energy, or you're going to run out of the ability to raise the price on the service that you're exchanging. 
And so those are two ceilings that you cannot navigate through without actually having a true business. And the difference between a solopreneur and a business is if you were sick or away or on vacation or down and out for a long time, or even, you know, took your foot off the the gas for quite some time, a business would keep running and producing revenue. A solopreneur is just really a worker without a boss. Yeah. And, you know, I think that we both have been burnt out uh, from just trading time for money and being like, okay, if we want to make more money, we definitely have to spend more time on this, which can also equal losing your best friends and getting a divorce. So those are all things that we all want to mitigate from the beginning if we can. It doesn't mean you're not going to have those nights and you're not going to work so hard and you're not going to have that year where you want to bang your head against the wall. You will, because I think it's the only way to bust through to the next level. But I believe that you can pivot a lot sooner than most people do. Yep, absolutely. So, What's number three? Number three, do the research. Like know what you're getting into, know where your people are, Do you have the audience? Does your audience buy? If not, where are they? How will you acquire them? Okay. Before you get into this, what I want to ask you, how many times do we see people say, I have this great idea, or I I created an e-course, or I created a course, or I wrote a book. That one just slays me. I wrote a book. How do I get it out into the world? Or I have this book idea. How do I get it out? And I'm like, Great. Your book idea and all of these ideas are great, but where are you going to pitch them? Where are you going to sell them? Do you have an audience? No, I don't. Well, here, here's the bottom line. Before you come up with your product or your book or your widget or your coaching or your whatever, pull your audience. Ask them what they want. This kills me. You guys have the answers for free by simply creating a poll on like SurveyMonkey and sending it out or an Instagram poll or you know, dipping into a couple of Facebook groups and saying, Hey guys, I'm thinking about starting X, Y, and Z. Do you like X, Y, or Z better? And get feedback from your would be customers because you're going to find that what you think the world needs and what the world actually thinks that it does need are two very different things because you guys have different perspectives. You have different paradigms, you have different struggles. And so that's why I see it all the time when people create a X, Y, Z course and it doesn't sell. And I say, well, do you, can you show me the data? where you polled your audience or where you polled a group and they said that this is what they were looking for. And like, well, no, I just, I just figured that this would sell. I figured this is what people needed. You don't know what's in people's minds. You don't know what people need. Mm-hmm. You have to ask them what they need and then they'll give you the answers to the test. And that's what you go create. Make sure it's enough people. Don't just listen to like three of your friends yeah. who are like, yeah, I think this is like a big need right now. Or like, even 10 people get into a group or keep doing that survey until you have like some pretty solid data. Even if you do it for a month straight, like two or three times a week or even more, Um, because in the beginning, you're just going to get people who are just kind of like, you know, answering it to answer it. And then sometimes you need to train your people to even answer that survey. Right. Well, yeah, you do. And and like, even what you did, if, if I can disclose with the alcohol company, we thought we knew what flavors people wanted. Mm-hmm. And then we dipped into other people's massive groups and dropped a couple of polls in there. And we found out what they wanted in terms of yeah. flavor profiles. I was surprised. We're in the opposite order of what we thought people wanted. And it saved us from you know a massively expensive uh, mistaken launch. So yeah. you guys have to pull your audience or borrow an audience to pull. That's your perfect demographic. Yeah. So crazy. I had no idea. I was so confident in my gut. I'm like, no, these are the best. Here's the thing, you guys. I even want to share. We even think some of our flavors that are coming out later 
taste even better than the ones that are coming out, even though they're all mind-blowing. But that's how hard of a decision it is, is that I'm like, well, why wouldn't I just put out what we think are the like the ultimate flavors, even though we're obsessed with these two, but we'll have those come out later. And it was like, it doesn't even matter if they don't buy your first flavors because they're not interested in that flavor profile or whatever that is. So it was like, oh my God, I almost put out a product that people may not even go to purchase or give a try in the beginning. The key is to get them to purchase. So if you can't get them to purchase even one time, then it's not working. You don't have a good idea. Yep. Even if you have a good idea, if you can't get them to purchase it and experience it as a good idea, then that's the same as a bad idea. You guys yep. get what we're saying? So it's not what you want. It's what your audience wants. And that's why number three is do the research. Pull your audience or borrow one to pull. So sum, summarize the three for us. Number one. Choose a problem you are excited to solve daily because everything turns into a job. Yep. Number two. Start with scaling in mind. Yes. Number three. Do the research. Yes. Guys, please run all your ideas through these three things. This type of framework will save you time. It'll save you energy. It'll save you money. And it'll accelerate your business growth. It'll accelerate your happiness. It'll accelerate your income. It'll accelerate absolutely everything that you're trying to build this thing for from the beginning. Yo, everything he said. And here's the deal. Um, I'm not even sure about the time that this is being put out if we have mastermind spots left, but do you want to talk about it? Our fast foundations? Yeah, real quick. At the time that we're we're recording this, we have less than 10 10 spots left. Literally sold 81% in the first 24 hours. It was nuts. So it probably isn't available, but if by any single chance it is, you can go to fastfoundations.com. Otherwise, you guys, we would love to just hear what your biggest takeaway was. So make sure you tag at Chris W. Harder. Why can't we tag just Chris Harder? Uh, because just Chris Harder is someone who already is squatting on that name that I have to get it from. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was the porn star still. No, no, he actually doesn't have Chris Harder. He has something else like oh, like Chris Harder male burlesque or something. Oh, like well, that. never mind. That joke went down the drain. <laughs> yeah, there's a Chris Harder that's but a porn star. But if you star, Google if you Chris Google Harder him. with your adult safe search off, don't beware. do that. I mean, do it if you want yeah. to, but don't don't do it if you you don't want something on your computer. Um, pull your audience, see if they want to. <laughs> pull your audience. Anyhow, make sure you take at Chris W Harder and at. Lori Harder, let us know what your biggest takeaway was and what your business idea is. That would be fun. Oh my God. Share your business ideas with us. We're actually willing to be like, good idea, bad idea, or maybe go ask your audience this or that. We'll yeah. give you a little bit of insight. And like Lori said before, go check out Fast Foundations with an S at the end, fastfoundations.com. Because right now there's a few spots left. And if there are a couple when this comes out, we want you, the person who's excited by this concept, to freaking grab it. Okay, you guys. Until next time, have a good one. Adios. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought and honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, 
Hey y'all, I'm so excited to share with you, Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday. I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back. 
and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com.